Welcome to the Big Talk Podcast, where we chat all things business and personal development related, totally unfiltered and unscripted. I'm your host, Amanda Davies, and I'm here to help you transform into the leader you were born to be, stand apart from the competition, and most importantly, share your message with the world in a big, big way. Are you ready? Welcome once again to Big Talk. Guys, fear of rejection. Oh my God, where do we start on this one? Because it is something that without doubt keeps so many new business owners in particular stuck and frozen and like hamstrung when it comes to actually taking direction and taking um, positive step forwards rather in the direction where they want to take their business, okay? And really fear of rejection, in psychology we call it rejection sensitivity, but Fear of rejection is something that just undermines people's efforts to take their business to the next level, like to no end. So I really want to give this a voice today and I want to talk about what this fear of rejection and the choice to remain stuck in this fear, the choice to remain stuck in this fear is costing you. And when I say costing you, I mean very literally in terms of you're leaving money on the table but it's also costing you in terms of that impact that you're here to make. It's costing you in terms of you getting out there and sharing your blooming voice with the people that need to hear it, with your message, okay? So I have very, very, very little tolerance for fear of rejection stuff. And look, and I say this with love, okay, as well, because I am someone that suffered from this very much, particularly in the early stages of building my business, It is a very, very primal fear, okay? It is human nature to want to be accepted and liked and included and part of the tribe, you know? This is just how we're wired as human beings. But the problem is that the problem is in our heads. (laughs) Uh, If we actually look at the number of times that we've been rejected in our lives, like seriously rejected to the point where it really hurt, Um, actually it's very, very few and far between. And unfortunately it's the consequences of those times where we have been hurt, when we have been told that we're not enough, or we have been told that, you know, we suck or we stink or we whatever, you know, they stick with us. And the reality is it's those handful of experiences where we have been rejected. And I'm not talking about major trauma, by the way, that's very, very different. What I'm talking about is for the average person who has suffered a relationship rejection or has had people gossip about them or laugh about them or kick them out of the group or or whatever. I'm talking about little, little T trauma. Okay. So people who have experienced this in their lives and the reality is guys, we've all been through it. We all have those handful of experiences that really hurt and really punched us in the gut. Right. Uh, I get it. And the problem is, is that we allow those handful of experiences to really dictate our actions going forward. And I'm here today to tell you that you can break that cycle and you can break that pattern of thinking, but it's going to require you making a choice to no longer be available for that thinking. Now, here's what I want to show you. Like I said, the average person probably has a handful of rejections happen in their life. Okay. And there's been studies done on this too. If you compare that to Uh, the number of experiences that we have in our life that are generally positive, where people are supportive of us, or or, or they're not even positive, they're just like completely ambivalent towards us, okay? Um, They far outweigh 
those, you know, handful of times where people actively reject us. Yet the problem is up here when we allow those handful of experiences to, as I say, dictate our future behavior. And now what I want to sort of talk to you about is how this is costing you in your business. So if any of this is resonating, guys, again, you know, I'm saying this from a place of absolute love because as someone who has experienced rejection herself <laughs> on many occasions, um, but you know, look, I get it. I get it. We've all been there and it sucks. And putting ourselves out there, particularly when we start to create these businesses, as we start to find our voice, find our message as a business owner and really start to claim our identity in this space as well. I know that it can feel scary to put yourself out there. I know it can feel scary to get visible AF and get yourself out there, get your message, get your website up, invite people into your programs, post on your business pages and on your websites and all this sort of stuff. Look, I get it. But you cannot allow yourself to be held back by this fear anymore because you know why? You know why? And this is something I say to my clients all the time is it's not about you. And by kind of staying in this state where you are caught up in this fear of rejection and saying the wrong thing or making mistakes and you're avoiding marketing and you're copying other people and you're obsessing because you don't want to be rejected, this you must move past. And you move past it by making a choice to no longer be available for it. So let me talk about what it's costing you. Number one, it's costing you your identity in business because what I see happen a lot is people who have this deep fear of rejection, what they're doing is they are looking around trying to copy other people or they're taking too much direction from another person or too much inspiration from another person rather than really connecting to their truth and their authenticity and what their real message is. They flit about from maybe one guru to the next, copying their style, right? Rather than really owning their own stuff, their own thoughts, their own belief, their own genius, because they're afraid that if they really own that, they're going to get kicked out of the nest, all right? So that's what it looks like. It looks like a real second-rate kind of copycat version of someone else, typically. Secondly, it results in you manufacturing celebrity manufacturing celebrity. Okay. What do I mean by that? I mean, again, trying to be something that you're not trying to be someone other than who you really are, other than, other than who you really are thinking that you need uh, some other kind of a fancy photo shoot, or you need all the things in your business before you can kind of take that step forward and really manufacturing this kind of air of something that's not you. <laughs> okay. I see this a lot. All right. Manufacturing celebrity. It also manifests in terms of you want to avoid making mistakes. So you shoot and reshoot videos or you kind of takes you 20 hours to do like one post on social media. It looks like you feeling as though you have to have all of the T's crossed and the I's dotted before you move forward in your business. All right. T's crossed, I's dotted before moving forward in your business, that's going to keep you stuck in inaction. It's going to keep you stuck frozen on the start line. All right. It also means that you're going to be holding back your own genius, your own opinions, your own thoughts, your own 
words, your own personality, right? You're really holding yourself back because you feel like you have to be perfect all of the time. Perfect all of the time, right? That sucks us, honestly. Nobody wants bloody perfect anymore. It's boring. Perfect is boring. People want to see you. They want to see the real you. What they don't want is some watered down version of somebody else. They want to understand who you are, what you're all about, what you have to offer them as well, most importantly, and how it's unique, how it's uniquely you. You know, we're never the only show in town, but how is what you're doing really going to benefit them? How is it unique? And we hold ourselves back from really demonstrating and showing that to people when we're afraid of rejection. Because when we're afraid of rejection, we're absolutely afraid of being kicked out of the group. That's what it comes down to. It's this very deep, like I said, very primal fear that we have that's very irrational in a lot of ways because, as I said, it was based on maybe a handful of instances in your life, yet it kind of can dictate your entire life course if you let it, not just in business but in relationships and all sorts of stuff. So if you're worried about being accepted, if you're worried about being liked, if you're always people pleasing, if you're always putting on a mask because you're afraid of people rejecting you, I mean, you're just, you're only going to realize a fraction, if any, of your potential. And I find this a lot, particularly with women who have come from the corporate world, where you were rewarded, generally speaking, not in all organizations, obviously, but generally you're rewarded for um, being a certain way looking a certain way, doing certain things within a very defined set of, um, you know, goals and, and procedures and objectives and things like that, you know, is a very sort of a strict corporate culture maybe around how you can dress, how you can speak, how you can and can't speak to people, what you can and can't say, rules. And then suddenly you're thrown into the world of business and entrepreneurship where you are the boss, you make your own rules. It's very, very difficult to remove that face that corporate face and actually show who you are and dial up your personality, not watering it down or sanding it down around the edges because you think that's what people want. People don't, it doesn't work that way, particularly in online business. All right. You need to show up as you because here's what the problem is. The real problem. When you're afraid of rejection, you're going to be resisting all sorts of things in your business. You're going to be resisting working with that next level of client that you really want to work with because maybe you think that you can't serve them or you are, um, you're not good enough to work with them. Maybe they intimidate you a little bit. Um, you're going to be resisting things like owning your prices, maybe putting that premium price program out there or service. Uh, you are going to be absolutely resisting marketing, absolutely resisting sales again, because you don't want to have the conversations necessary to help get people to their breakthroughs. Maybe you're tiptoeing around your clients. Maybe on a sales call, you're not calling people out on their BS excuses. Maybe you're not really going there in terms of helping your clients or your prospects get the breakthroughs that they need because you're lacking in courage to have those direct conversations and ask that level of question needed 
to get them to the breakthrough, right? Maybe you're just not doing that. And if you look at that, if you look at those things where you're resisting working with the next level of client, you're resisting your pricing, you're resisting marketing, you're resisting sales, you're literally going to be leaving money on the table, okay? Let alone, you know, not just that, you're going to be feeling like crap as well. Your confidence is going to spiral downwards. Guys, honestly, and you know what, this, like I said, this doesn't just show up in business. It's this fear of rejection shows up in personal relationships as well. Maybe you're not, I don't know, maybe you don't have the level of intimacy that you want in your personal relationships. Maybe you don't have the level of connection, of relationship that you want with your friends or your significant other. Because deep down, deep down, ultimately what this comes down to is that we feel that we're not good enough. We feel that we're not good enough. And like I said, this identity of not good enough has been formed from probably literally a handful of experiences for the average person, handful of experiences throughout our life, but they dictate our actions. They dictate our thoughts. And actually what I'm really encouraging you and inviting you to do today is to drop that, drop that shame, drop the stuff, drop the people that have held you back and really step into this identity of I love and approve of myself first and that's all that matters. And this may sound a little bit woo-woo, but it's like this is everything, guys. And if I can teach you one thing about business, it's actually you must love and approve of yourself first and you cannot continue to rely on external sources to give that to you because ultimately that's what we're doing. If we're allowing ourselves to be held back by the thoughts and opinions of others, by the fear of rejection, we're giving our power away to something, something else, a third party, third party thing, you know, that just, it's like, really, we're doing that? We're allowing that power to slip from our fingers? We're giving it away? to someone else. Guys, when we're born, when we're babies, we don't have any of this. You know, we don't carry this fear with us. You know, we're born, we're born with a voice. We're born with lungs. We scream out when we need something. We kind of, you know, we let people know what we need. All right. We're born expansive. We're born expansive. And like I said, it's those things that happen to us typically at a very young age, growing up throughout our teenage years into our adulthood, you know, well into our adulthood you know, sometimes. But it's like we allow those things to shape us. We allow those things to shape us. And guys, unless you master this internal stuff, the internal, the inner game, your business is only ever going to be a fraction of what it could be. And I'm not even kidding you. Because I always used to think that the mindset stuff and the woo-woo stuff and all this is like, oh yeah, that's a nice to have in business, you know, and this is, for, I'm a psychologist for God's sakes. Like, <laughs> I always thought, well, business is business. It's all numbers and it's marketing and it's like heck, like heck, you know, the strategy stuff you absolutely need. Of course you do. But it's what's going on upstairs in between your ears. Like it, that's like 90% of your success right there. And that's why I'm so passionate about 
helping people move past this, shine a big fat light on it to start with, hold a mirror up and just say, this is a problem, isn't it? And a lot of it, guys, you know, we don't need to dig into your past. We don't need to look at that handful of traumatic experiences where people rejected you kind of thing. Um, and again, I'm not talking about big T trauma. I'm talking about stuff that happens to the average person. We don't have to pick that apart. We absolutely don't. What this comes down to is that you must approve of yourself first. You must claim back your power. You mustn't give it away to others. Okay. You must show that you are not needy. You're not dependent on others. Your confidence isn't about sort of, you know, it's not about relying on others to provide you with that. In fact, you have this inner well of personal agency, personal power that is deep. And actually, what if you looked at those experiences where maybe people did reject you? Maybe your, you know, first boyfriend did dump you for someone else or, or whatever. And I don't know, whatever your experiences are. But it's like, what if you looked at those as, as your secret weapon? What if you looked at those experiences rather than something that shaped you and contributed to this fear of rejection? What if you reframed that? and looked at it as your source of power. What would happen then? What would the possibilities be in your life, in your business? What if you looked at all of those different instances where people rejected you or people told you you're too fat or too skinny or too ugly or too pretty or too smart or too dumb or all of these sorts of things that people have sort of said to you, all of this mind trash people have put in your head, all of these experiences that have happened to you, what if they were the thing you absolutely needed to be sharing with others, to help them through? What if that was your power? What if that was your magic? Rather than being a victim to the things that have happened to us in the past, what if we turn that on their heads, turn those things on their head and we actually use them as our source of rocket fuel and power? What about that? All right, guys, like I've said before, I don't work with wusses. I work with people who have this incredibly rich experience, this incredible background. I work with a lot of fighters. I work with people who have been through so many horrific things, even in their past. Not all people, but I work with people with stories, generally speaking. And it's, you know, no coincidence that I attract those people. But the thing is we can continue to let those stories dictate a negative route in our life or actually we can turn them on their heads and we can look at them as our incredible well of personal power, like I said, because I don't believe that you went through those rejections, even if they are a handful, even if they're more than a bloody handful, it doesn't matter. I don't believe that what you went through happened to you. I believe it happened for you. And I believe that it happened for you because there's something in it that you need to, to teach others, that you need to show up to in your life, that you need to, um, as I said, teach others. You need to draw on that as your personal power going forward. Like, What if you could think of it that way rather than, oh, I've got a fear of rejection, so I'm not going to put myself out there. Where's that going to get you? Which story serves you more? The fear of rejection story or actually, yeah, I was rejected, but bloody hell, that's made me strong. 
Yeah, that's made me resilient. Yes, that's made me courageous. Courage, grit and resilience. I love, like, this is my thing, right? It's, there are two types of people, okay, generally that are stuck in these situations. The one that sort of remain victim to their stories or the ones that actually choose to use it as rocket fuel to move forward and actually start to approve of and love themselves through that story, all right? That recognize that the people who rejected them or the haters or the people that are kind of like gossiping or the ones that will just never get it or the naysayers or whatever, often these people are just like misinformed or they just don't care enough or they're just like whatever, frankly. Like, honestly, like, stop looking to external sources for validation. Start to trust in yourself, believe in yourself, approve of yourself first. Because when you've got that, it doesn't matter about what happened with those rejection experiences. It doesn't matter, you know, people have naysayed you or whatever, because you've got this strong core of inner love, strength, resilience, courage, grit, that was all born from those horrible experiences. Do you get it? Like, it's your superpower, is what I'm saying. It's your superpower. Everything that you've gone through, you've needed. Okay, everything that you've gone through, you've somehow, you've needed it. And you know, I'm speaking of as someone, guys, who has had her fair share of crap happen in her life as well. All right, um, all sorts of personal stuff. So use it as your power. It's your secret weapon, okay? Your fear of rejection, guys, it's costing you in more ways than one. It's not just costing you in terms of your business. It's costing you your livelihood. It's costing you that spark. It's costing you that ability to be free. Because here's the thing that I've learned. The thing that we value most of all as human beings is freedom. Freedom. And I don't just mean time freedom and financial freedom. Those things are amazing, obviously. But I'm talking about real emotional and energetic freedom. The freedom to be free from the stuff that binds us, that keeps us constrictive, those handful of experiences those more than handfuls of experiences those deep traumatic things even if we want to go there right we want freedom from that so give yourself that freedom guys give yourself that freedom and choose to see these things from a different angle turn them on their heads you're here for a reason and you're not here to be a little mouse that's afraid of getting kicked out of the nest by all the other mice. Like you're here to do huge things in the world that, you know, people just aren't doing. You're the 1%. If you're doing this sort of business, you're not the norm. Like you wouldn't be here if you were. <laughs> let's, let's face it. Yeah, you're a bit weird. But own it. Own it. Honestly, guys, I don't want to see you limiting yourself in terms of your potential because you are looking at this fear of rejection in a way that's holding you back. Look at those moments of rejection that have gone on in the past and use them as your damn superpower. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.